and we should be live everywhere because that is what we do. We report things in real time to the best of our abilities, and that's it. Today is probably going to go down in history as um, the, uh, I don't know, World CBDC Day. All right. Central bank digital currencies. Oh, by the way, welcome to the Jonathan Kogan show. I'm your host, Johnny K. If you want to subscribe to this podcast, which you definitely do, but you're probably a returning listener, but subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Give it a five-star review if you like it. Now let's get directly into the show. So things you need to know, big deal, world coin. So, okay, let's back up a few steps. Okay. Can you think of anything better for us, you and I? than for a corporation, a massive corporation to have, to own proprietary rights to AI algorithm and systems that can, we're being told can destroy humanity and take us all out and things could be over in six years. There's nothing better I can think of than having one corporation control that. Because as you know, corporations love us. They love us dearly. Think about how much Microsoft did for your birthday. Think about how much corporations just, mm, they love you, okay? So yes, so if we can have it our way, we want we want a corporation, one corporation, or one dictator, or something like that. So, so something where it's in, we want it in a very, you know, a small group of people. We want the least amount of people possible to have the maximum amount of power. That is ideal, okay? Now, let's add another layer on top of that. Now, these people who have this extreme power that can, we're being told, can destroy humanity. We want them to also be founders of a central bank digital currency or a global currency. Maybe it's not, you know, take out the central bank part, but a digital currency that's global. And we definitely want it to require the scan of your retina eyeball, okay? So they can have all of your data. So you, you go in somewhere, they scan your eyeball, they scan your eyeball, they know who you are. You you want the least amount of people possible to have the most powerful technologies and you want them to be able to survey you because you need to be kept safe. And the only way for you to be kept safe because you're too stupid to decipher information, to you, you have to, you need very powerful people to filter information so you don't get misinformation or disinformation. Very dangerous, very dangerous. And no, you can't handle it. Now the people at YouTube and Google, they can handle it because they do the censoring. That's okay. That's fantastic. You cannot, okay? You already know that though. You're not smart enough, nor can you handle it. And you live such a dangerous lifestyle and are so careless and reckless that you must have your identity tied to everything that you do. We need to know your carbon footprint because think about it. Let's just talk about this in real terms, what's going on here. Open AI claims to have this technology that's going to go crazy and it's going to take over the world in like five years, literally like five years. Singularity is predicted for 2029. Okay. Six years. They are 49% funded by Microsoft and Microsoft was founded by Bill Gates, who is a true humanitarian who he loves the earth and climate change. Yes. True. He says he has a little bit of a naughty side where he's addicted to private jets, where he flies across the world, which probably one trip to, where's he going? Probably Kenya or something. He loves Africa. He's probably going to Kenya. And he, you know, he, he even said in an interview, he's like, how am I going to figure out how to, you know, create an artificial seed unless I learn the process? Like, I, what do you want me to not fly over that private jet? Well, that private jet probably has the same emissions as everything that you do when you travel your entire life. Okay. 
But the difference is, is that you're a peasant and you don't have the same rights. Just like, you know, people, you, you have these NPCs saying no one is above the law. No one is above the law, baby, except elites are above the law. Peasants are not above the law. You see, you do something wrong and you're not the son of the president or something or uh, connected to Jeffrey Epstein, you know, touching little boys and girls on islands. If you're not one of them, you, you get in trouble. Okay. But the more wrong you do in the elite realm, whether it's, you know, doing weird, bad things with children or, you know, emitting more of the bad stuff in the climate, whatever destroys the climate, whatever they claim destroys the climate, you emit more of that, that destroys the climate more than anybody has the largest carbon footprint in the world. Those people are above the law. Why? Don't know. Can't tell you why. But we need to get into the details of this world coin. You need to know what's going on. This is a big deal. There's a lot going on here. Now, not only did WorldCoin drop today or get released today, where they're going around with these orbs, come to the orb, locate or search for your the, the closest orb for your eyeball. Okay. Come scan your eyeball so you can be in our system, baby, and so you can get coins. All right. Fantastic. Well, Putin also launched, uh, announces a new Russian CBDC. And then you see the Federal Reserve trying to implement CBDCs with FedNow, which is like the uh, the plumbing behind the scenes for a CBDC launching last week, which I believe we did an episode on that because that's what we do here. We get you the information you actually need to know. I was being sarcastic in the beginning. You need to know this stuff because you're not being told it on purpose. They're creating chaos, tension. They're trying to create like race wars. They're trying to make us not like each other because like we look different. Like what? Come on, man. This ain't 1804, dog. Like we love one another. It's over, baby. We love one another. They, they're not going to win this battle. So first thing I want to play, we got a lot of things to play. We got a lot of white paper. We got some details to go through with this world coin, but I wanted to give you some context. So first things first, uh, ran, I want, he plays a clip and I didn't want to look up the clip itself. I'm going to play from his channel. Uh, and he talks about the market cap of world coin, which launched today. And wait till you hear the size of this, uh, you know, this, this market cap. All right. Um, and, then you need to listen to this clip of Elon Musk in a recent interview. And I think he brings up a good point that I don't think it's a coincidence that today WorldCoin is launched. Poon announces a CBDC and Elon launches X.com, which he claimed. Just listen to the clip. Here we go. In fact, let's quickly look. If you look at the market cap, I think WorldCoin has a fully diluted valuation of $25.5 billion, which makes it probably the fourth biggest coin in the entire in, in the entire uh, crypto market cap but that is not why today is such a big day if you look below the surface if you look just below the fact that sam altman one of the most influential people in the world and the founder of OpenAI, the company that created ChatGPT, gets into crypto launches a crypto project you would say that that is a, a big reason to call today a very 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 important day in crypto but it's not about that there's another thing that happened today and if you read between the lines, you'll know what's going on. We had Elon launch X last night officially. So last night or just or this morning, depends on which time zone you're in, you would have seen that Elon launched X. He rebranded Twitter to X. And what he said when he launched X was, listen to this. Essentially, if, if, if done right, the X would be, would, would serve people's financial needs to such a degree that over time, it would become, I don't know, maybe 
half of the global financial system. Wow. Or some big number. Okay. Um, I'm not sure what the number is, but pretty big. Um, so it, it would be... So uh, Elon launched X, and he says that X could become half of the global financial system. Now, do you think it's a coincidence that Elon launches X one day before Sam Altman, the founder of OpenAI, launches WorldCoin, also with the same objective of creating the biggest financial institution in the world. And both of these two billionaires are using crypto as their battleground. Now, why do I say battleground? Because for those of you who don't know, Elon was one of the investors in OpenAI, which created ChatGPT, and he wanted to run the company. And the two of them had a fallout. And ever since then, Elon has been um, going at Sam Altman and has been quite, quite bitter with Sam Altman, wanting to, um, wanting to possibly compete with him. So on this day today, we have a battle between two of the world's most influential people, two of the, the richest people in the world, two of the most connected people in AI to create the biggest financial institution in the world. And what is the platform that these, the, the, that these two billionaires are launching? Well, they're doing it in crypto. And today I'm going to... So I think that was uh, very well explained. So basically, you and I are just kind of these like, pawns on the on a board game we're just a board game for them all right for these people now this is a big deal because this is going to affect all of us now i i i'm going to play shortly uh about uh two months ago uh sam altman and the other founder uh well what's his name let me just give it to you uh alex blanya was uh interviewed on bankless podcast which i'll play the intro of shortly but what's really important to know is that I do a lot of research and listening to the top minds on all this AI stuff and innovation and just current topics and all this madness that's going on in 2023, which is not totally normal. We are at a major turning point in history. Uh, what a great time to be alive. It's fantastic. Uh, so um, it seems inevitable that this AI is going to become so smart, whether it's knowledge work or then you know physical labor with actual robots, that we're on this like double exponential this curve. So basically like we think linearly, like if you go out 40 footsteps of your front door, you'll be like at the sidewalk. Now, if you doubled every step for 40 steps, you would make it around the earth like four times. You see, we don't comprehend that. Our brains do not comprehend exponential growth. And this AI technology, the software is on an exponential, but so is the physical hardware. You know, the, you need a lot of computing power for these models that is also on an exponential curve. So we're on a double exponential curve. So things are about to go whoosh, and all these people talk about it. Elon saying I, all these people. All right. And it seems inevitable that a lot of jobs are going away, not coming back, which is okay because then new jobs, more creative focus, stuff like that will come. There's no doubt about it. But there's going to be, a, it seems that they all agree there's going to be a large segment of the population that will have nothing to do. As Yuval Noah Harari calls it, useless eaters. By the way, behind closed doors, the elites refer to you as a useless eater. How do you feel about that? Do you like that? You think that's great? You want to keep taking their direction? You still want to believe the corporate media, the true enemy of the people? You still want to follow along with these people? Come on. They don't have your best interest. They think you're a useless eater. So... Ultimately, I think we'll probably figure out something. We'll innovate in some way. We're going to have some meaning and something to do. But they believe that there's going to be a large enough segment of the population that will have nothing to do where we need something that is like a universal basic income or UBI. That That's inevitable. There's nothing we can do about it. We And so uh, one of the theses is, thesis, one thesis is that uh, a lot of these uh, companies will be totally run by AI. And so we tax them more. 
We tax these robots. We tax these companies, these profits more. And then that goes into a massive global fund and that pays UBI to everybody. All right. I think we a lot we have a lot more to worry about, like mental health. If people have nothing to do, you know, you have to have meaning in life. Like you have to work something, something you enjoy preferably. And I think that will open this up. You're gonna see a lot more people doing podcast things. I, you know, I'm I'm bullish on what people can do when new technology comes around. But there is a concern that some people won't have anything to do and they still need to live. And, or they think perhaps things become so efficient and things become uh, you know. Uh, basically these robots and this AI produces things so well that it's massively deflationary. And so everything becomes like cost like a dollar, like nothing, everything's cheap. You could buy it. You could live off like 10 bucks because everything just plummets in price because everything just maxes out productivity, goes through the roof. And so it's massive deflationary, which is also a huge concern for humanity. Right? So uh, let's play from that bankless podcast where uh, in the very first part of the episode, the inception of WorldCoin and the inception of the WorldCoin idea. So this is Sam Allman, Alex Blanya, founders. Uh, in fact, before we do that, let's read their letter from WorldCoin.org. If you want to learn about this and what they're doing, they have a website. It's WorldCoin.org. So here was the letter they dropped today. Introducing WorldCoin. More than three years ago, we founded WorldCoin with the ambition of creating a new identity and financial network owned by everyone. The rollout begins today. If successful, we believe WorldCoin could drastically increase economic opportunity, scale a reliable solution for distinguishing humans from AI online while preserving privacy, enable global democratic processes, and eventually show a potential path to AI-funded UBI, universal basic income. WorldCoin consists of a privacy-preserving digital identity, World ID. Don't forget, we've covered this on the podcast before. We've whole episode on digital ID a long time ago, last year, of Bill Gates funding uh, global surveillance ID of to the tune of like 1.2 billion. He put in the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So you got people. So this is competition to that. So these people want to have your ID and this whole global passport. I, you know, you know, remember what they tried to do with the passport with the medical intervention? Yeah. That was just a, a way to implement this. Didn't work out though. So now they got to create another crisis, probably climate lockdowns. Anyways, WorldCoin consists of a privacy preserving digital identity, World ID, and where laws allow a digital currency, WLD, received simply for being human. We hope that where the rules are less clear, such as in the US, steps will be taken so more people can benefit from both. You can now download World App the first protocol compatible wallet and reserve your share after visiting an orb <laughs> after visiting an orb. All right. All right, boys and girls, let's pack up and get on the bus and go to the local orb and get your eyes scanned. Isn't that exciting? Oh yeah. Just like macho man, Randy Savage said, Oh yeah. All right, here we go. After, after visiting an orb, <laughs> you peasant go to an orb or, or get out of here. After visiting an orb, a biometric verification device, you will receive a world ID. Congratulations. You now can be fully tracked. Isn't that fantastic? I hope you're excited. This lets you prove you are a real and unique person online. Uh, yeah, they just put that in there. They're really saying, now we know you're a peasant and we got you in our database. And now we can make you do whatever we want and stop you from doing whatever you want. A real and unique person online while remaining completely private. As the global distribution of orbs is ramping up, you could find the closest one in book time to be verified with WorldApp and at worldcoin.org. WorldCoin is an attempt at global scale alignment. 
The journey will be challenging and the outcome is uncertain, but finding new ways to broadly share the coming technological prosperity is a critical challenge of our time. We hope you'll join us. Alex Blania and Sam Altman. They, of course, have your best interest at heart because who doesn't? If there's anything we've learned in the past three years, it's that the elites have your interests at heart more than themselves. They're selfless. They're honest. They would never tell a lie. They just want you to do things that keep you safe, and there's no upside for them whatsoever. We know that. Okay. Let's listen to how this idea started from their own mouth, the founder's mouth. Let's play this clip from Bankless. Again, this was about two months ago, but doesn't matter. This is their story, and I think you should hear it because you probably won't hear it elsewhere. The inception of WorldCoin idea. Here we go. Sam, I, I think this story uh, starts with you. Um, can you talk about just like the inception of the idea of WorldCoin, where it came from, uh, and what the aha moment about why we need something like WorldCoin in the in the future? I, I started thinking initially that it would be quite powerful if you could have the biggest network, like the biggest financial and identity network imaginable. You could have some. Yeah, that, that is powerful. Yes, yes. If so I had everybody's identity in a database that I control, that's extremely powerful. That is the right word. Powerful. What's your motive, though? What's your motive, though, man? No good ideas about how to do that. Uh, the first version we started talking about this was something like, well, what if we scan the palm of everybody on Earth? Um, or what if we did all these other, you know, like what if a lot of complicated ideas about how to verify identity. But the reason I was excited about it is as the world sort of head toward, heads towards powerful AI systems, I thought that if we could do something to eventually redistribute wealth through some sort of global UBI at scale, or maybe even access to these systems, which would be the most important component of wealth someday, and also be able to verify unique humanness uh, with a different lens on how to preserve privacy, that would be more important as sort of AI advanced. So I started thinking about this years ago, um, mostly driven by my work on open AI, but also just belief that UBI was a cool thing to study anyway. And uh, again, ideas were like deeply imperfect, but I knew something in the space I, I wanted to explore. Um, met first Max and then Alex and uh, thought Alex was super awesome. And I'll let Alex talk about how the ideas evolved since then, because that part is really mm -hmm. all credit to Alex. Um, but that was how it started. Yeah, so it sounds like the early motivation for, for WorldCoin came from the uh, idea that we could tackle two birds with one stone, one being UBI and one being identity, correct? And that was really like the, the elegance of the solution before there was actually an, a, a solution known, you kind of saw that you could do the same thing with these two, uh, solving these two problems at the same time, correct? Yeah, I mean, to zoom out even more, it was like solve the problem of verified humanness. Hmm. And, that, and, and, and that was really like, that's what you need for a lot of other things like identity, like doing the global UBI. Um, you know, if there's, if there's a non-fraudulent solution to that, that also is privacy preserving, that, 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 that's kind of the goal. And maybe we could talk about uh, where Alex and Sam met. Uh, and, and so when, when did this, uh, the, what year was perhaps the idea of WorldCoin incepted? And then when does, uh, when does Alex come into the story? We really started working on it in January 2020. Uh, so I was, I think Sam and Max started working on it already six months before, but then uh, what kind of, Max had a full-time job, Sam obviously as well. So uh, when, when I joined, we, we brought the founding team and then really started working on it right before Right before Rollcoin, I was in, in physics and theoretical physics. 
So that's a little background on that. And uh, interesting timing, the whole 2020. It's like, it's almost like such perfect timing. It's like, you know, how Klaus Schwab can see the future so well and wrote, you know, COVID-19, the great reset, like four months after the pandemic started, just the unbelievable foresight is so fantastic. I really respect it. Um, no, I don't respect it because they planned it. So come on, man, let's get with the program here. Uh, so that's a little background here. Now let's go to their, um, let's just go to their white paper and see what's going on here. And let's figure out the truth. Shall we? Let's do it together. Why not? This is crazy. I can't believe how big it is already. Like it's already, what was it? The third or fourth largest coin, like $20 billion market cap. It's insanity. All right, here we go. Here's the white paper, whitepaper.worldcoin.org. A new identity and financial network introducing Worldcoin. Worldcoin was founded with the mission of creating a globally inclusive identity. Oh, here we go. Creating a globally inclusive identity and financial network owned by the majority of humanity. If successful, Worldcoin could consider considerably increase economic opportunity, scale a reliable solution for distinguishing humans from AI online while preserving privacy, Enable global democratic processes and show a potential path to AI-funded UBI. First of all, the use of words here, it's 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 called elite speak. Okay, WEF speak. When you hear these words, oh, it's the most inclusive, diverse, uh, uh, democratic, saving democracy UBI fund ever. It's just a red flag. That's all I'm saying. Worldcoin consists of a privacy-preserving digital identity network, the World ID, built on the proof of personhood. And where laws allow a digital, this is why they just want to take away genders, all this stuff, and just make you a person. Everybody's a person. Everybody's the same. Okay. Everybody's genderless. You are just a peasant in the world of AI, baby. And we tell you what you can do and what you can't do. Shut your mouth, take your tokens, go in your pod, eat your bugs, and shut up. Sounds like a good life. It's fantastic. I would never have thought that we would advance to such incredible, prosperous levels. I didn't know we would go backwards, okay? I didn't know that. But apparently, you know, I guess it happens. It's more like a saculum. You know, there's cycles in life. It's not just a linear trajectory up. I just thought everything would get better, 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 better. And then, boom, we have tyrants that pop out of the woodwork and start trying to control everything and sh lock us down and tell us to eat bugs, literally. Like, they, they, you know what's amazing, by the way? A little side note. In their video of You Will Own Nothing and Be Happy from the WEF, it says you will, own, you will eat a lot less meat. And then I see a story come on my Alexa today and says how there is a scare about what's going on with, with animals, with meat, and there's this virus and, you know, it could be really bad and there's probably going to be like meat shortages. I'm like, whoa, how impressive. The corporate media is always on top of it, baby. How do they know? It's almost like the same corporations own every single outlet and they're all tied to this top that these people control have their tentacles and everything. And they're saying, Hey, you're going to own less or you're going to eat less meat. And then boom, three years later on the news, the news, the propaganda outlets, by the way, there's going to be less meat now because of airborne viruses. And we'll probably, I'm sure we're going to need to vaccinate them because we have to vaccinate everything. I'm going to vaccinate my water bottle. Um, oh my God, the desk, you keep touching your desk. Let's vax it. What about my TV? Vax. Guess what? Your phone's going to have to get a monthly vax probably. Anyways, Peter Hotez would love your phone to get a, a vax. He wants to vax everything. He would vax every individual toe on your foot. All right. So every human is eligible for a share of WLD simply for being human. Good job. 
Uh, World ID and WLD are currently complemented by World App, the first front end to World ID and the World Coin Protocol developed by the contributor team at Tools for Humanity. I love these names. I love these names. You know, just like, it's like, uh, it'd be like the Council for Democratic Research and Freedom would be like a CIA op funded organization that is pro censorship and shuts down free speech of the peasants. You know, it's always, it's always opposite day, every day of the week when it comes to the, to the elites. They're good. You got to give it to them. It's like, hey, this is the pro-democracy for free speech fund. Well, what do they do? They find speech they don't like on social media and they censor you and deplatform you. It's like the story of everything. Let's read a little more. What is proof of personhood? Proof of personhood is one of the core ideas behind WorldCoin and refers to establishing an individual as both human and unique. Once established, it gives the individual the ability to assert they are a real person and different from another real person without having to reveal their real-world identity. Today, proof of personhood is an unsolved problem on a global scale, making it difficult to vote online or distribute value on a larger scale. The problem is even more pressing as increasingly powerful AI models will further amplify the difficulty of distinguishing humans from bots. If successful as part of WorldCoin, WorldID could become a global proof of personhood standard. So then they talk about, so it's, it's WorldID with a global currency. So they're trying to tackle currency and global passports all in one. That's what's going on here. And, uh, and just, I mean, what are the chances the same day Elon launches X.com and Putin announces a Russian CBDC? I mean, come on, man. This is not, there's nothing plays out this perfect unless it's planned. Okay. They're signaling to each other. Like I'm competing with you. This is what they do. You're just, you're just involved in the game unwillingly against your will. And listen, you're going to do as you're told. That's it. But you don't have to do as you're told. Okay. We can come together in local communities. We could band together. We don't have to get into these centralized systems. We don't have to scan our eyeball at the orb. You don't have to go to the orb and scan your eyeball. How about you don't? How about you stay away from the orb, okay? How about you keep your eyeballs in your eye sockets and don't show it to the orb? Novel idea. I know. Crazy. So I, you need to know this is going on. You might see it here and there, but this is a big deal. This is a big day. This is legendary. This is the beginning of a new era. Um, where and when will orbs be available? They're from May through the July, WorldCoin orbs will be available for a limited time in the following cities, Berlin, Dubai, London, Mexico City, Miami, New York City, San Francisco, Seoul, and Tokyo. Wow. Look, follow the official WorldCoin accounts to be the first to hear when an orb will be available in a nearby city. And you can even reserve your own time slot. Oh, my God. And then you can go to CVS afterwards and get an autograph from, from Hotez and take 45 vaccines. That's fantastic. What a life. Oh my God. This is the most dystopian thing I can even think of. I mean, come on. This is just crazy. Um, what else we got here? Meet WorldCoin. OpenAI Sam Altman. Do you believe the same guy behind the most powerful AI models who's telling us that the world's going to be destroyed by AI potentially? He is the one that controls it. He's the CEO of that entity and then says, hey, in order to protect us from this threat, we need to scan your eyeball and put you in a database so we can give you coins and, you know, put you in your pod. So he's creating the problem and miraculously creating the solution. That is phenomenal. I mean, it's 
this playbook, I would say it's it probably came from many, many decades before centuries. Rockefeller probably came from someone before that. Bill Gates is a master of it. Create a pandemic, come up with the solution. I mean, come on, come on. These people have, it's the smartest game plan. Create the issue, create a global tragedy. Okay. Do gain of function research illegally. Let that shit out of the lab infect everybody and then tell the whole world you have to get this medicine in order to live your life and get your rights back that you had before we released the virus on you. I mean, that is the ultimate business plan. The problem is we have big hearts. We care about one another. We don't want to just randomly kill millions of people. We're not psychopaths like Fauci and other people like that. We don't like to do that. We like to come together. We like to love one another. We like to be with each other. Okay. We like to keep each other safe, literally by being with each other, assembling, having campfires, you know, eating, you know, local cow and stuff like that. Not these huge centralized systems are trying to push us all into and then have us all live in like four cities in like buildings that are probably 800 stories high. When the AI can build it, it'll probably be up to the moon and everybody's going to have their own little floor and you can't leave your floor unless you scan your retina. And if your retina doesn't scan, then you don't get food that day and you definitely don't get meat ever. You're going to be a vegan polyamorous vaccinated peasant in a large, large building called the line probably in only a few years. It's only a few years away. You have a lot to look forward to. This is great. <sighs> what a world. What a world. What are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do? You know, we see all this going on and I think to myself like, oh my God, first of all, there's a large percent of the population that doesn't even see this. That blows my mind in itself. Okay. That's step one. The, they're, I, they're just a lost cause. Let them, let them, let them go into with the herd and get slaughtered. I don't care. Whatever. I tried. We're trying to get the word out there. If people don't want to listen, they, let them go. Then the other people are like, we see what's going on, but what the hell are we supposed to do? And I'm like, that's a very good point. What are we supposed to do? This is coming from all angles. It's our money. It's, well, it's the economy. It's the whole global financial system. It's our food. I mean, it is, our, it is, it's our cost of living. It's literally everything. Everything. Being able to go outside or not go outside, pandemics coming out of Bill Gates' ass every five minutes. Oh, we got a new pandemic. Oh, my God, the pandemic. Oh, the cows are dead. Oh, my God, five million humans are dead. Oh, should we hold anyone accountable? Nah, forget it. It's whatever. It's okay. Psh. It's just a pandemic. It only stopped the world. What's the big deal? They only locked you down to... to Listen, they had to flatten the curve for 14 days and they were off by two years. It happens. It happens. Sometimes, don't you ever say to yourself, hey, I'm going to do this in two weeks. And then two years later, you do it, right? It's like, hey, I'll hang out in two weeks. But then you say, hey, and then you don't call them for two years. Everyone does it. So pandemic, meetings, it's all the same thing, whatever. Panda they have normalized pandemics, which is amazing. Now, everybody literally has it in their vernacular that pandemics can just happen at all times. Like, oh, there's going to be like 18 pandemics in the next decade. There's going to be one next year. It's, it hasn't happened in a hundred years. It happens. And then all of a sudden people are like, yeah, you know, we got to prepare the next pandemic, pandemic preparedness. There's going to be one in 2025, catastrophic contagion. Oh my God, they're writing simulations again. People, people, people. Can we get the brain cells back into the brain and think through this and say, this is not normal. All right. This is the furthest thing from normal. This is actually called psychotic methods. I made up that terminology, but this is psychopathic tendencies. All right. I don't know what else to call it. You can get mad at me for telling you the truth. That's fine. That's 
stupid. I don't really understand that logic. People, I love that people get mad at me for telling you the truth about the crimes that other people are committing. Okay. Or I'm telling you the information of the tyranny that's coming your way with things like WorldCoin, And yet you get mad at me when I'm just relaying the message for you to be free and happy and healthy and, you know, just flock with the birds, baby. But you get mad at me. You don't get mad at the tyrants. What goes on in the brain that makes someone get mad at the messenger, but not the criminal tyrants? I don't get it. It's very confusing. Maybe because it's scary. Maybe because you're just, you really are an idiot. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. But people get mad at me for telling the truth. It's bizarre. But now we got a lot of people telling the truth. We got some loud voices out there telling the truth. Big platforms, you know, like Joe Rogan's got big platform. He's telling the truth. That's a big deal. You got Elon Musk telling the truth. That's a big deal. You know, people are branching out. They saw the courage from the Jonathan Cogan show. That's all of us. That's not just me. It's all of us. And they listened to the Jonathan Cogan show. And they said, listen, there's a lot of information we need to get out there. There's clearly information control on the elite level. And they're trying to dictate an agenda against the will of the people. And they said, hey, let's join the movement, the pro-human movement of life. This is the biggest pro-human movement, not since BC, AD, 19th century. This is the largest pro-human movement in the history of mankind. I was going to say humanity, but mankind. Do you know that? And you're a part of it. How special is that? We can have a pro-human future or we can have a pods, bugs, centralized digital currency, tyrannical future. Which one do you want? Seriously, I'm starting to believe some people want the latter. And if that's what you want, I mean, listen, throughout history, people gravitate towards tyranny for whatever reason. It is what it is. All right, we're going off and off here. So that's what's going on with WorldCoin. Uh, some headlines going on here. Uh, let's just read some of the headlines. New York Post, Sam Altman's bizarre eyeball scanning crypto project, WorldCoin, makes global debut. Uh, what's this? Gizmodo. WorldCoin, Sam Altman's creepy vision for iris scanning global digital currency begins rollout. The cryptocurrency startup wants to create, quote, a new global digital currency verified by users' unique iris scans. Fortune, meet WorldCoin. OpenAI's Sam Altman wants to convince billions of people to scan their eyes to prove they aren't bots. Uh, Coinpedia.org, the WorldCoin project is live now. Here's everything you need to know about it. And then WorldCoin.org. The world coin orb is glowing, is going on a, the world coin orb is going on tour globally. Here's where to find one. And then someone posted, welcome to Korea world coin. I am the second Korean to be registered. What an honor. You, you are really not thinking there woman, but it is what it is. Respect. All right, everybody. That's what I got with world coin today. We can get more details. We'll be talking about it more. We'll get more into the to Russia CBDC. We'll get more into Elon and how he's going to make X into uh, a surveillance tool as well. All of this is surveillance tools, baby. All of it. I don't care who's running it. It's not good for anybody. Okay. And I am using Twitter X. I know that. I know that. We got to figure out ways out of this. We got to go decentralized. We need protocols. We need people to escape the matrix once and for all. So things like Noster. Others decentralized communication platforms using things like Minds and other apps that are on these protocols that are not controlled by one corporation or one person. It's controlled by us, the people, the peasants, decentralized. That's the world we're going into. That's the world we need. This is the battle of our lifetimes, centralized versus decentralized. I vote for the latter. What do you want to do? 
This is the Jonathan Kogut Show. I'm your host, Johnny K. Again, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the Rumble channel, and I'll see you tomorrow. I love you.